Well, the sexy Finnish prime minister is at it again. Oh, no. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, what did she do this time? She uh, had to make a, a tearful public apology to the people of Finland uh, because some hotties were making out topless on Instagram at her house. <laughs> and then she Wait, she had to tearfully apologize for she that? She said, oh, I'm so sorry. It was inappropriate. It was so inappropriate that me and my hot friends were partying. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I... I... I'm not mad at her. And then she assured the people of Finland that she took a drug test and it and passed. So did I. So take I mean, that, Finland. I think it's pretty cute that uh, the people of Finland are just like, oh, well, if the leader of our country says it, it must be. Why would the leader of the country ever lie? They're yeah, simple they, folks they, over they, there. They don't tend to do that, leaders of countries. Mm. They're. I mean, I don't know much about Finland. I'll be honest. Mostly what I know about Finland is that uh, uh, they got the, you know, like the leather daddy and the cop. That's true. They might not elect their officials based on their moral turpitude like we do. (laughs) They have comically large penis and balls. And they're uh, they're all very... Very detailed pencil drawings, as I understand it, from the mm. literature I've seen of Finland. Mostly, I, I know about uh, their vodka. That's that's what I've studied. They have vodka? I assume Finlandia vodka is from there. I oh. could be wrong. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. That is... Now that I think about it more, it's probably not from there. <laughs> it's probably from like it's probably made from corn in somewhere in like Muncie, Indiana, yeah. and they just gave it a fancy we, European name. We hired name. one Finnish person just for authenticity's sake. It's Tom of Finland. Yeah, he just has a make work job. They give him an office. He's just in there drawing his dirty drawings all day long. Yeah, and. Uh, Pulling down the shades and making sure no one's looking and then just like gobbling up Swedish fish. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say like he's pulling down the shades to make sure no one's looking and then he's looking at straight pornography. He's secretly not gay. <laughs> I just All I day thought, long. I, I, I meant he was secretly love. Swedish. <laughs> he's like, just in the open drawing his like uh, homoerotic pencil drawings. And then he, yeah. Closes the blinds, draws a pair of boobs. <laughs> no one could ever know. Speaking of uh, the uh, folks, folks over there in Scandinavia, on the uh, on on our previous episode over at Patreon, patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. We we did a whole episode about real life superheroes. That is amateur uh, people in our world who uh, dress up in a costume to fight crime. And uh, one of the ones that we talked about was a, a fellow by the name of Dex Laser Skater. Yes. Who now, laser uh, skates along the streets of Helsinki, keeping them safe. And he, and 
he's supposedly based his look off of a short-lived superhero called Roller Skate Man. I want you to just go to Google Image Search and search Roller Skate Man superhero comic book or whatever. Just get a get a gander at what that guy looks like. Okay. I am uh, in the process of doing it. Uh, uh, I don't need to prepare myself for a shock of some sort, do I? No, he's just kind of like a... He has like a... He wears like a mask, kind of like a Dread Pirate Roberts style, you know, tied over the top of his head with eye holes, with a then long thing in the back, as far as I can tell. And then... Roller skates. Yep. Sure now does. Look, now look up a picture of Dex Laser Skater, who supposedly based his costume on Roller Skate Man. Oh, man. Uh, Google is trying to finish it and make it Dex Laser Skater Second Life, so I have to do that now, too. Oh, goodness. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh. <laughs> I, I I would recommend uh, if if you at home have not uh, looked up uh, Dex Laser Skater, I think you should do so. <laughs> it looks like Peyton Manning dressed up like a baby. <laughs> he wears a little white diaper, and his head is roughly the size of a blue ribbon winning pumpkin. He also appears to be about eight and a half feet tall in most of the pictures. Oh, He's a man. giant of a man. <laughs> I do love his belt, though. <laughs> <laughs> and his uh, little uh, messenger bag uh, has uh, plenty of flair on it as well. Mm -hmm. Well, what is it that he does? He goes around tipping like doormen or something. That's his power. Um, I, I, I think that. I, I sure hope he's not fighting anybody. Yeah, Ugh. no, I remember that it was something about him being a generous tipper, which is <laughs> one hell of a power. Yeah. Hey, you know how there's like the the red pill and the blue pill? Yeah, I've been wondering where all the other colored pills are. I was thinking maybe we start the dill pill movement. I made myself a little uh, lox bagel for breakfast the other day. And I, I was like, hmm, what should I put on this? And I was like, ooh, dill. And I just dilled that shit up. It was so good. Now everything. I'm just hitting it with dill. I'm not mad at that at all. I love some dill. Dill. Made some potato salad. Dill. Yeah. Make yourself a, a whole mess of deviled eggs. Dill time. Dill time. Ooh. How much dill do you think you'd have to put in the... Oh, now I'm really thinking. Deviled eggs. But with... Put a little bit of the pickled brine in that shit. Mm -hmm. Dill, dill pickle, deviled eggs. I think we might need to like pause the podcast. Uh, give me like half an hour to make some deviled eggs. <laughs> that, that is something... Every time I've ever made deviled eggs, it's been a potluck uh, situation, and I end up getting like two of them, 
of my own eggs. Hmm. And uh, it has long been a dream that I've never fulfilled to just make a whole dozen deviled eggs and eat them all myself. It's, I tell you, it's like ayahuasca. You should do it, but you're only going to want to do it one time. (laughs) Okay. You're going to get about halfway through those fucking eggs and you're going to meet the machine elves or whatever. <laughs> well, we're old friends, so uh, I, I I could have them hang around just for one day. The machine elves, they're here to take my eggs. <laughs> I've been dill-pilled. All right, I, I got an idea for a podcast. All right, hit me with it. This is called Hey Guest... And this would be a podcast where uh, each week we interview uh, a different uh, digital assistant. So one week we'd have Google on, and then another week we'd have Siri, Alexa. Put them through their paces, find out uh, who's uh, right for the job. Yeah. What's the... They got Cortana. What's the one that... uh, is it Nokia or Motorola has one that's like a cartoon lady? I'm not really sure because uh, th- this will be a learning uh, exercise for me because even though I've had access to multiple digital assistants, I've never really used any of them. I I use them sometimes uh, to check the weather when I'm like getting ready for work in the morning, um, setting timers for stuff. Or texting in the car, mm. and you're telling on yourself right now. You don't. You don't use one. You're just up here, both thumbs. I I just don't ever text while I'm driving. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Shit. And I brush my teeth. I I, I have been guilty a time or two of sending a very short short text while I was sitting at a red light, but. In all honesty, it's not something that happens very often. Yeah. You know, the other day I was at a red light and somebody was texting me and I was like, I just got to, I just got to send this person a a message back. And the light turned green and I saw it and I was still typing and I was like, "Uh, I'll wait for the guy behind me to honk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've I've got a list of uh, the Google Assistant, Cortana, Alexa, Siri, Bixby, Mycroft. Mycroft? Um, yeah, like uh, Sherlock Holmes's oh, uh, elder Mycroft brother's heard. name. Yeah, I got a text there, uh, but I, I will refrain me, from texting Mycroft. back while I'm podcasting. <laughs> Braina? Um, Braina. Yeah. Like the word brain with an A after it. I don't think that's a like a That's like some South African cell phone company's guy. Um it's a virtual digital assistant which is developed to be used in Windows PC operating systems, developed by Braina Soft. So uh they've got all their deviled eggs in the Braina basket. <laughs> uh Maluba, yeah, the- Vlingo, Jibo, Sylvia, Viv. <laughs> Lyra, so I, I mean, we could be uh, interviewing for this position for quite some time. Maluba, Bingo, Vluba, Biv, Devoe, 
These are all the these are all the guys that re- that replaced Peter Chris at one point or another. <laughs> did did everybody that replaced Peter Chris have to get their own distinctive kiss uh, makeup? Yes, they did. I... The only one I can think of is the fox guy, who's like, I'm, I'm a I'm a fox. I, I'm picturing the lick it up music video, but I think that might have been the one where they're like. We're not wearing makeup for, for this oh, one album. Oh, they did do, yeah. But they I think did. that he got replaced by somebody in that one. I mean, how could you even tell? That's what they should have done. They should have been like, oh, we're not wearing makeup anymore. As soon as he left the band, just replaced him. And then when people are like, is that really him? He'd be like, what are you, some kind of conspiracy nut? Oh, you think that uh, Paul McCartney's dead too? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, we just noticed that he looks 15 years younger than all the other guys. <laughs> that Peter Chris, though, uh, the ageless Peter Chris. Yeah, he's always just kind of looked like an old lady with uh, too much plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy that it, from that one just looked like a young lady. So Whoa. I could tell something was up. Ooh, la la. Mm-hmm. Do you have an idea for a podcast? I do, uh, in sticking with uh, the digital uh, kick, uh, this is Digital Dumpster Divers. And this is going to be uh, scouring the internet to see who can find the finest item that if you come and haul it away, you can have it for free. Only freebies in the Digital Dumpster Divers podcast. Ah, so we are dumpster diving digitally, not diving into a digital dumpster. Yes, but we refuse to pay anything but the the gas that it takes for us to drive wherever we're going to to pick it up. Okay, okay. So uh, as long as the the price is right and the price is that there is not one, uh, this podcast would be interested in that item. Yeah, I yeah I like that. Get a. What do you think is the best thing you've ever gotten? Uh, for free. I've had two different uh, mini fridges, uh, and one of them oh. actually worked. Um, <laughs> uh, somebody, w- I, I got a uh, DVD VCR combo Ooh. machine one time. I got one of those porn, little... Uh... Porn, I found a box of porn one time. Oh, you just found it? Yeah, uh, one of my old roommates found a uh, uh, one of those uh, metal cans that is supposed to have like some sort of uh, uh, I don't think it would have been nuclear waste, but but some sort of hazardous waste in it at some point. He brought it back and it was our table on our porch. (laughs) Just turned it upside down, you know, all those fumes are trapped inside. Yeah. Yeah. when you said porn, I was imagining that uh, you got this from like a guy on Craigslist just was like, I'm done with it. Come get it. Um, No. Uh, and, and it was actually more of a uh, there was a tornado in my town and some of the houses were gone and we just found porn all over the place. So uh, and, and it was like <laughs> I I had seen this was this was around the year 2000. So most of the porn that I had seen at at that point had been 1990s pornography. This was 70s pornography. Whoa. Yeah. That's it's raining. It, it, it was a different world. I was like, 
<laughs> are these are these people like me and you? This is some sort of cave woman. <laughs> I I didn't know that the crow magnon stayed around long enough to make porn. That's I had a <laughs> I had a friend who um went snooping around in an old factory and found a, like a giant barrel like you were talking about for like toxic waste but it was filled to the brim with ball bearings. Ooh. And he proceeded to bring it to school and tip it over in the hallway. <laughs> yes! I don't know, if you've got a giant barrel full of ball bearings and you don't tip it over where someplace where somebody can see it, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. It's like setting up a train of dominoes and not knocking them over. Well, he just did it right before the bell rang at the end of the day. So then it everyone was falling down. <laughs> the poor janitor couldn't sweep them up because they just kept rolling down the hall. It's, it's one of those things that seems like, oh, man, that's epic when you're a kid. And then as an adult, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, I, I, would, I would totally understand. Rubbing, like, are, are we, is our, does our insurance cover ball bearing slips? <laughs> yeah it's if if a grown-up had murdered me when i was 14 i think i'd be in heaven just looking down and nodding at that guy like yeah you did the right thing just me stealing a a whole (laughs) box of taco bell sauce and then throwing it off of an overpass onto cars Did did anybody skate on the ball bearings? Just like throw a plank of wood down, get a running start, and jump on it? Oh, damn. That sounds fun. Can we, if we find a bunch of ball bearings, we yeah, gotta if, try Yeah, if it. that's one of the items that we find in making this podcast, I, I would jump on a barrel of ball bearings. There is at least one, I think two, ball bearing manufacturer and distributors in our town. I know I went to one one time to get a very specific kind of bearing for a project. I wonder if maybe we just go check their dumpster. Maybe they throw out bearings every night like they're, <laughs> like go, they're little Caesars. Analog dumpster divers. <laughs> they just These are our hot and ready bearings and we have to throw them out every hour if nobody, <laughs> nobody takes yeah. them. I don't know. They they must get some slightly irregulars because they got to be perfectly round. You don't want oh, an yeah. oval oval bearing. We'll take these, the ovals. These are the oblongs. We we accidentally made a whole a whole batch of these came out egg shaped. Mm-hmm. They're no good. The cars are wobbling all over the place. You ever get those uh, shitty jelly beans that they have at Big Lots? They call them belly flops. They're the jelly belly fuck ups where they stick together have two two beans and they're no. like a quarter of the price of the regular that's, jelly bellies. That's great. <laughs> oh man. Belly flops. Belly flops. I did one time my mom went to big lots and she came back with a bunch of Pillsbury chocolate cake mix. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, it was incredibly marked down. I don't remember like what the price was, but it was, 
like a single percentage of what a, a normal box of cake mix would cost. And this was the name brand shit. You know, we weren't, my house, we didn't grow up eating Duncan Hines and Pillsbury cake mix. But mom got this Pillsbury chocolate cake mix. And uh, the only catch was that the entire back of the box was in Russian. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't and know that's how the they... kind of stuff you used to get at Big Lots when it was. It's it's a little bit more legit now. It used yeah. to be really like we're going to have to throw this shit away. They're like, hurry up and get it in here. So <laughs> get it in here. <laughs> These guys don't care. I think that the the Big Lots uh, managers were actually just going to other stores and dumpster diving for their product. Uh, my brother had this toy roller skating bear that I think was from Big Lots. And I think that it was at Big Lots because it accidentally had a pair of human hands instead of bear hands. <laughs> <laughs> like they accidentally put the wrong hands on the doll. It's like a bear with roller skates. And then he had little pink human hands. <laughs> Man, I got another idea for a podcast. Okay, all right. It's Let's called go. the Jack Chick Audio Tract. Oh, very, very nice, very interesting. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with the works of Jack Chick. Uh, somewhat familiar. It, These are it was it was brought to my attention like later on in my twenties. The churches I went to did not hand them out, but. Uh, I'm aware that there are, are collectors of the chick tracks and uh, I've read a few. I I had a bunch at one point and I foolishly gave them all away in a white elephant Christmas exchange. And then the person whose house the party was at told me later, oh, yeah, no, the, those, the whole bag of those religious tracks just sat at our house. No one took them after the party, and I threw them away. And I was like, no. Sorry, man. There were some that's good a bummer. ones in there. That's, that's the danger of, uh, of, of the white elephant gift exchange, is that I, I always try to think of something really good that, that appeals to me and shows off my personality, and then, <laughs> then it is not beloved whatsoever by whoever gets it. Yeah. I always pictured myself, you know, when I pictured myself as an older man, you know, retired, I was like, then I'll finally have the time to sit down and read all of these religious tracks. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better there, if it's not uh, just the, the physical media of it, I think that you can find them all uh, in a database online. Now. Yes, yes. And that's that's where we come in. We're going to make a podcast where we create a high production level audio drama of the Jack Chick tracts. Okay. And and hopefully we'll have the same kind of uh, broad appeal that the original did. We'll have people who are like, these are great. I'm going to, I'm going to give my um, every kid that comes to my house for Halloween I'm going to give them a toothbrush 
and a and a and a subscription to Nathan and AJ's <laughs> religious podcast. Okay. I'll be the most popular guy in town. Hey, what happened to my who threw all these eggs at my house? <laughs> oh, but they're dill flavored. Mmm. Mmm. But then also we'll get like hipsters that are like collecting them and oh <laughs> have you seen this one? Years well, later. Have you someone... heard this one? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, it's, this is in the future. Years will be long dead. Oh, what about if in the future, uh, you you can have a single use uh, audio egg, and when you break it open, you just hear a podcast. Ooh, like you crack the egg open, and a little a little song comes out, or a... there there will be a, like a little fanfare to announce that the podcast will be beginning imminently. Yeah. Do 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 do. Podcast starting now. You have a great big egg and it's just a Joe Rogan experience. It's like a six hour <laughs> egg. Yeah, yeah. The size of the egg could mean a longer podcast. It also could just mean a louder podcast. Oh, yeah. It could yeah. just be just a foghorn comes out of a giant egg. The Jack Chick audio tract. I'm um the thing that I love about those tracks is that so many of them portray uh, the sinners of the world as being uh, like cool in a, in a way that they shouldn't like Jack Chick. It seems from the tracks that he made thinks that part of part of the appeal of his of his particular faith is that you don't have any fun because like he's like yeah you the point is you don't go to hell but it's just a you know it's a little added bonus you don't get to have any fun or be cool because all the bad guys in those tracks are like yeah oh my god this is so much fun and then they get to hell and they're like oh no the devil and the devil's like I tricked you into thinking that fun was good. Yeah. It is sort of a, a weird, uh, a weird state of affairs where uh, if you have fun, you got to go hang out with the devil who hates fun. But if you don't have any fun, you get to go party with Jesus. Doesn't seem Jesus. fair. Jesus, famous fun Je- guy, Jesus, Jesus, uh, uh, turning water into wine, life of the party, old Jesus. And he's hanging out with all of the party virgins. Yeah. All these people who don't know anything about uh, how to get around a party. They're all yeah. they're, they're all eating their own deviled eggs. Nobody's sharing. They're, hey, I just got to heaven. I, I haven't done anything bad. Now it's time to party. Where's... Do we get to have fun up here? Are there hookers? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Do you got some sort of Jesus, I know, angel I cocaine know, up here? I know, the kind of, <laughs> I know the kind of people you hang out with, Jesus. Where are they at? Just get, get into heaven and they're like, well, there's the streets of gold and there's cocaine mountain. <laughs> yeah. Just, and sitting on top of it, that's where Jack Chick is. <laughs> Jack Chick's up there hitting the slopes. That's how he should have. Like, that's literally, you should be like, don't do drugs. Don't get into, don't listen to rock and roll music. Save it for heaven. You get to heaven, it's just 
everybody is sucking and fucking and mm-hmm. worshiping Satan. They're listening to the heavy metal music. Think doing... about how sick those angels do. Uh, look when when they extend their full wings out and they're listening to metal and head banging with those wings out. Just wild, just, man. Just angels like tipped over at like an impossible pose, just nodding off from heroin everywhere on the streets yeah. of gold. And, and you would think also that uh, all the demons in hell would look pretty badass, but they not when they're playing polka mm. music all the time. And, and not like polka music you get to enjoy and do like a silly dance to. Polka music that you work to. Yeah. Polka work music. Yeah. What... What do you think polka work music is like? Um, it's, it's a lot of barrel rolling, I think. Just ro- just rolling, roll out the barrel. R- and rolling they... out a barrel, but like it, it's it's Sisyphean. There, there's yeah. no final destination there's for no, this barrel. We won't have a barrel of fun when we roll out these barrels. Mm-hmm. We're going to roll out the barrels and then... Uh, and there is no included gratuity at, f- f- when you finish rolling out the barrels. Yeah. The de- the devil is just there and he's uh, he's writing one cent. And then he and then he leaves a jack chick tract instead of a yeah. tip. That's the great irony of being in hell is that you have to work as a server and all you get is jack chick tracts <laughs> instead of tips. However, there is a, a, a thriving economy that is all based on chick yeah, tracks in hell. <laughs> they're like they're currency, like cigarettes yeah, in yeah. prison. Oh, do you have another idea for a podcast? I do. Uh, this is Above the Octagon, a pacifist's guide to America's favorite blood sport. So is this above the octagon in the sense that we are... It's uh, below us. Yes. Yes, it is. So so this would be where we talk about MMA fighting. And but we're uh, how we don't particularly yeah. care for it. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, it's it's just a true statement on, on my part. Uh, yeah. I, I find uh, their uh, press conferences before the fights to be more enjoyable than the actual fights. Uh, so possibly we could be focusing on uh, the nonsense surrounding the UFC. Um, but also, uh, this is just another, uh, one of those things where I, I, I'd like to, I, I think that we would, should, uh, continue to purport ourselves to be the anti Joe Rogans. Yeah. You know, we'll have classical music playing. I, you know what? I've never, I've never listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. Not once, not ever. No. That's very good for you. I, I've never been the one who chose to listen to it, but I've heard some of it when other people played it. Yeah, I've seen clips, and I've had drunk guys tell me that I should listen to. They'll be like some guy talking about, you know, doing mushrooms or something, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And he's like, no, you got to listen to this Joe Rogan episode. And he'll like, give me your phone, give me your phone. Mm-hmm. Give me phone, let me, uh, and then it's like a, it's like literally like three and a half hours long. And I'm like, I would never, even if this were, you know, 
something I liked, I would pass on it. Because three and a half hours, my God. I don't have time for that shit. I have a dozen other podcasts that I have to listen to every day. Yeah. Ones that respect my time. But I assume that Joe Rogan's podcast begins with, like many of these, uh, like, comedians who uh, stopped doing comedy to do a podcast where they talk about boring stuff. Mm-hmm. They all like to get a, a a theme song that's just like a like a uh, like a just a dumb guitar sound like that, and then sometimes they'll have like uh, clips of themselves talking from uh, previous episodes, kind of a pastiche over the. Lock the gates. <laughs> I don't know what it is about like guys who don't really do stand up comedy anymore <laughs> because they've just they just kind of settled into podcasting thinking that what everyone wants when they listen to a a show is just some weird canned like blues soloing like just riffing on the guitar. Oh, well this is how I know it's a professional show. Yeah, uh, I think it might be because uh, podcasting isn't the most uh, masculine of pursuits, and uh, these masters of the universe uh, feel like they have to compensate for something, because I, it, quite simply, podcasting isn't manly enough I, no, without I think a, that, an electric guitar solo. I, I don't know enough about any of this stuff to know with any certainty, but if I had to guess... That there must be something from terrestrial radio that started that. Like, is that how is that how the Howard Stern show starts? With like just a dumb like guitar, like just a blues riffin, and then like clips of Howard talking, or like Man Cow, one of these guys. Who did this? Who is the I'm not sure who the first is. Um, I'm not remembering there being dumb guitar soloing at the beginning of Howard Stern, but I I could be wrong. It's been so long since I've listened to it. Um, See, I don't think I've ever listened to. I've never I've never intentionally sat down like, oh, Howard Stern. Here we go. It could. I mean, you can go to television on this, too. It uh, could just stem from uh, stuff like. Do you remember Spike TV? Like it seemed like Spike TV shows started with dumb guitar a lot. Yeah, uh, same kind of dumb guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Above the octagon, this perhaps we're going to run afoul of the of those guys. I think it, it, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that we can not completely piss them off because uh, part of the title of this is blood sport. And if the UFC were a little bit more like Jean-Claude Van Damme's magnum opus blood sport, and it was a little bit more like the Kumite, I think it would be an improvement. So we, we might be giving some uh, advice that they might listen to, you know, mm-hmm. fight to the death. Do it. Yeah, and for legal it reasons, like a, like a fighting really video game. To do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. We want, we want you to, I, I know it didn't work great uh, when you first did it in the early nineties, but we want fighters of many different disciplines that uh, dress different. So they, they look like, look at that little skinny guy trying to do kickboxing. And, and then there's a real big guy is just going to do brawling and there's a sumo and etc. There's a, there's a guy, there's a guy from India and his arms and legs can stretch real <laughs> yeah. long. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure about that guy from Brazil. I he seems humanity to be is in question. Some kind of a he has some sort of uh, man, electric field powers. Yeah. Yeah. Who's this? Who's this fella? Who's like a partial robot? And then don't even get me started on the the lady with the who can uh, spin upside down with her legs out like a helicopter. And how come that one guy's allowed to use those claws? <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. Yeah, you know what? I take it back. This this is better than the current MMA. I I want that back. Bring back Street Fighter. But but not the Jean Claude Van Damme Street Fighter movie, which kind of sucked. Yeah, it did. The the one that inspired Street Fighter that ruled. Hmm. All right, let's go. Let's go to the Podtron. Okay. Folks, the Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence that we trained by giving it a list of popular podcasts, and then it spits out a list of new podcast titles that potentially could be as successful that we can use as a jumping off point. Podcast titles like Don's is a True Room. (laughs) <laughs> it, it must be said that uh this week uh you set the uh podtron fryer to extra crispy i did uh make some tweaks to the podtron this week and uh yeah it did it did come out with some stuff that is uh like I would say, as as you uh said before we started recording uh, mildly gaelic sounding mm-hmm. at times yep. just a lot of more gibberish than normal yes don's don's is a true room don's so this is, is a true room which uh i'm just gonna go ahead and lump mine in with this because i wrote one down that's also about don and it's just don's club don's club so and it maybe... feels like uh yours could be a statement about don's club well, and you know, Don's Club has been in the news a lot lately. Oh, the yeah. FBI has raided Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> you don't say. And maybe this is maybe Don's is a true room. Mm-hmm. Is about how Donald Trump. We could talk about how Donald Trump uh, should be setting up like a like a fake, you know, kind of like a like a like a hidden. A hidden room, a la, uh-huh. you know, Corey Ten Boom or uh, one of the, what's their what's their name, Anne Frank, just a little yeah. uh, hiding place. I don't know. They it might look, need to be like a panic room. Knock, knock, knock. Open up, Don. Okay, just give me a second. I'm getting ready. <laughs> and he pulls on the faucet, and the room spins around. His true room. Is hidden, yeah. obscured behind 
15 feet of solid concrete reinforced. And then here comes the FBI looking for all of those sensitive documents. Yeah. No dice. There is a, I do have a little bit of a a worry with this one that uh, we're going to have to heavily redact uh, parts of this episode if we choose this one. Yeah. When people, when people demand, when they, when they send a FOIA request Mm -hmm. to the podcast, and then we put out one that's like 38% just black marks. Just a long beep. Yeah. No, it does sound very enjoyable. Like, uh, uh, we're both uh, Simpsons fans. Uh, mm. Did you have uh, Bart Simpson's Guide to Life, the book, as a, as a kid? No. Well, they they just have, have two splash pages of what uh, Bart and Lisa's dream bedrooms are with uh, saying, like, oh, th- this is where the chocolate milk water fountain is, and... Lisa has a canopy on her bed that shows uh, horses running through a field and blah, 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 blah. But it'd be very fun to make Donald Trump's uh, dream. Ooh, Donald Trump's dream room. Yeah. That's an even better. That's an even better idea for Don's <laughs> as a true room. Yeah. And it could be also what, what it was Don's club. Don's club. Yep. That's maybe there's a tree house involved. Yeah, he's he's got a little zip line that he can take from. We're we're doing like the proper house down to his down to the tree. He just smashes through the tree house. It's a little too much speed. I'm just picturing just picturing former president Donald J. Trump do, taking a zip line from his tree house down to his bedroom. <laughs> He's got a little Yankees pennant on the wall. Uh, no, I like this. We're like the property brothers, but for Donald Trump's true room. And maybe there's a there's a little bit of like a remember at the end of uh the Santa Claus when they all get the present that they really wanted as children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a rosebud thing, but it's uh, Judge Reinhold really wanted the Oscar Mayer weenie whistle for Christmas. Mm-hmm. My weenie whistle. Donald Trump gets a diamond encrusted fleshlight. It mm. brings a tear to his eye. Can we talk about the fact that Judge Reinhold's character's ultimate Christmas present was a disposable weenie whistle? Not a thing that uh, someone would actually purchase. It was given away for free when you when you mailed in UPCs off your hot dog packs. Yeah, yeah. It, they they just really wanted to shoehorn that in there, and it's a little dumb and doesn't make make a. It's a little bit of a plot hole, but I think it's worth it for that shot of uh, Judge Reinhold pursing his lips to that little tiny weenie mm. weenie whistle. Mm. Man, yeah, that's the that's the spot on that tape that I wore out as a kid. <laughs> Just slow mo <laughs> pressing his lips to that little weenie whistle. The money shot, yeah. Mm. Do you have one from the Podtron list that you like? I I, I do. Uh, I'm gonna. This one is a uh, donut morbid. The rise <laughs> save USA. I'm sorry. What? Donut morbid colon the rise save usa or the rised but i I, I was was throwing a little little extra stink 
Calling Rised. Donut Morbid. The Rised Save USA. Okay. I mean, this and, sounds epic. Yeah. Well, if uh, if you frequent the donut shops around town and anywhere, I, I believe uh, as we get closer and closer to Halloween, there's going to be some spooky, spooky, morbid donuts out there. Uh, bloodstained donuts. And uh, that dough rises when they cook it. So somehow these donuts uh, are going to save the USA. And it doesn't well, make a whole lot of sense to me, but the Podtron laid out the blueprints on this one and we just have to trust the Podtron and build it. When when I see the word morbid in this title next to donut, I, my mind immediately goes to uh, uh, morbid obesity. Oh yeah, that's fair too. Donut morbid, the rise and save USA. So maybe this is about us trying to trying to figure out a way that perhaps if everyone got more fat, it could potentially be a solution mm. instead of a problem. You know, like right now, obesity is an epidemic in this country. It's true. But perhaps we just haven't gone far enough. Maybe if you get just so fat, you, you can you can cycle around to the other side and you just wake up skinny one day. Yeah. That's not like, how it works, though. Like, like, remember when, like, back in the olden times, they were like, oh, the big supermarket came to town and it put all the little green grocers out of business. Mm -hmm. But then that paved the way for an even bigger store like Walmart to come in and knock down that supermarket. And then they were like, oh, no, this, the value mart's gone out of business because Walmart showed up. And now it, we don't even have like a shoe store in town anymore. And then the Internet came along and it knocked over Walmart. And then we went, oh, no, no Amazon. But what's happening is that we're just going to get to a point where we have one convenient place to get everything. And I think that that's the same could be said for obesity at some point. Like we're right now, we're all kind of, you know, lonely. We feel cut off from other people. But perhaps if we got fat enough, we would have to constantly be bumping into each other all the time. And then we feel more connected as a as a species. Yeah. As humanity. And when we finally finally go back to the theme parks, they they'd say like you can't go on this ride or that ride or that ride, so you have no choice but to uh, hang out with with people and and finally talk like have an actual conversation mm -hmm. face face to face. We're all just cramming into the wave pool at the water park and reviving the old fashioned art of conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I met my four hundred pound wife. <laughs> because of the because of the rise the donut morbid rise saving the USA I don't know like uh, I, I think that we could help this along if, if there were, were someone who would underwrite like a competition for us uh, where we say uh, this next year is all going to be about donut eating you have to prove that you ate all those donuts 
no, I don't want receipts. I, I, I want a, a, a video of you eating every one of the donuts, but whoever eats the most donuts wins this large cash prize. And then we have like a, uh, it's a mad, mad, mad world rat race sort of situation where uh, so much of America is uh, racing to see who can eat the most donuts on camera. Mm. Kind of a America's got talent, but just competitive eating. Yeah. America's... I mean, there's a lot to work out. Like, what's the conversion rate on donut holes? Mm. Oh, f- like versus donut? Yeah. And does a fancy count for, for more than a plane? Yeah. Did we ever figure out what the conversion rate was on dollars to donuts? Uh, sadly, sadly, uh, that, that that's, I, I think we might have talked about this before. It needs to be dollars to or five dollars to donuts. Yeah, I think they're, they're, they're the, over two dollars now. Yeah, we've got the little sticker of Joe Biden next to the donut case. I did that. Sawbucks to donuts. The, <clears throat> I like the idea of just having a like a yeah a reality competition show where everyone in America comes to eat. Just it's America's got fat. It's, there's one guy like, eh, excuse me, it should be America's gotten fat. And Ooh, then there's a lot of other people who's like, uh, this whole him. show is just body shame. <laughs> and then I then I have to counter with, uh, actually, it's body building. It's bodies by donuts. Yeah. We're just, and there, we're there's no hate it. here. We're, we're yeah. you know, we're not only the uh, executive producers of this show, we're also contestants. <laughs> Just the two of us, and we've become like that, uh, like that big fat guy from Blade. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the, the, yeah, I, of course I do. I've seen Blade. No one who has seen Blade doesn't know who you're talking about. How wait, can wait, you forget? Wait, are you talking about uh, Wesley Snipes? <laughs> Is that the guy you mean? Of, of course not. <laughs> did you hear the rest of our conversation, or did you just hear Blade and had to butt in? Blade, you don't talk about Wesley Snipes? Of course not. This guy with a t-shirt says number one Wesley Snipes fan. Just horning into every conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyways, uh, yeah, my uh, grandmother, um, they don't think she has too long. Are you guys talking about Wesley Snipes over here? <laughs> Some motherfuckers always try to skate, ice skate uphill. <laughs> Always bet on black. All right. I got another one here. And this kind of like you were talking about the morbid donut. And the and I mean, Wesley Snipes in Blade. uh, The spooky season is upon us. And the Podtron suggests a podcast called Fall Bloodcast. Holy shit. (laughs) so i don't know what that is but the name really jumps out and grabs yeah, it you. does we just got to figure out what the fall blood cast is and maybe maybe it's a it's a little bit spooky but it's for a good cause and we do like a blood drive yeah where where you just uh uh cut yourself open and bleed freely into a, a canister that we dumpster dough for, and uh, we'll take it to the hospital and let them sort it out at the end of the night. 
we de yeah, we're doing a live taping and you can get in for free if you bring a bag of your own blood. Yeah. All blood will be donated to the American Red Cross. Just people bringing it in in like mason jars and Ziploc bags. Yeah. I brought some of my blood. Like, <laughs> Everybody looks so pale and nobody <laughs> wants to party. They're all getting fucked up fast. <laughs> You're opening up a jar like... Hey, this is dog blood. What are you trying to pull? <laughs> yeah. Charge then, this guy the $15. And then I sneak around. I'm sneaking around with a bottle of booze and I spike the blood. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's a party now. I had a roommate who thought it was very funny, and I don't even know if this works or not, but he would get super high and then go donate blood. And he was convinced that whoever that got that blood awful. would get that sounds high. terrible. Okay. Well, at least he was, uh, his suffering was uh, for a, a valuable experiment. He, th he thought for sure that if he was high when he donated blood, then whoever got his blood would also be high when they, when they got a <laughs> blood transfusion. <laughs> I, I do you think he, if I mean if he believed it that that's fine uh, the only reason I got really high before was to make those shitty cookies taste good oh man which I didn't really do because getting really high before you give blood sounds fucking terrible it sounds like a like a bad thing it's yes. like the it's the kind of decision that you probably made after you got high and not before you weren't like sitting there at the library reading reading the periodicals and then you thought you know what i should do just as, as a little thought experiment i'll get myself really fucked up and then go donate my blood so that another person will get my fucked up blood there's going to be a small child receiving my blood and he's going to be like whoa what is happening man look at my hand it's like i've never seen it before I'm going to play the best prank ever on a hemophiliac. <laughs> Do you think anybody's ever given blood and then gotten in an accident and needed a blood transfusion and got their own blood? Oh, yes. And I'll tell you who. Who that? The Queen of England. I'm certain of it. I bet you anything that they just keep a bunch of that bitch's blood on 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 ice just in case. You don't think that uh, like uh, there's ever been a corgi with a bloody face running through Buckingham Palace like, oh, mum, your 47th corgi got into your blood stash. Now. I'm trying to remember what the name. God, what is it? Yes, I'm sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't pull it. The queen had a corgi named Dookie as a child. <laughs> so the first of the queen's corgis was a oh, as a child. So it wasn't that she was just such a big uh, Limp Biscuit fan. Yeah, that's or actually a Green Day fan. Green Day fan. <laughs> Excuse me. Take a, do a clean take, and we'll cut out where you got it wrong. Nookie and Dookie are very similar. I will not do another take. Leave it in. The uh yeah, the queen had a had a 
corgi named Dookie, and I was just picturing that Dookie got into the blood again. <laughs> Which also, if you uh, if you get shot in the lower abdomen, can be a problem as well. Oh yeah, Dookie getting into the blood can cause sepsis. That's that's true. Do you have another one from the Podtron? Uh, this one is, uh, Huberman.com. <laughs> okay. Which, uh, Huberman's just a last name, but, uh, there, there is a, uh, winery, uh, here or in the vicinity of Louisville, Kentucky called Huber's Winery. So possibly this could just be our website about, uh, who, who can become the Huberman. It'd just be a competition between you and I both to try to become the new mascot of that winery. All right. And you know, I had to check Huberman.com is for sale. <laughs> well, we should only buy it if we choose that one. <laughs> well, is it, it, it j- there's no double letters, just H-U-B-E-R-M-A-N. Oh, yeah. Huberman.com. If you go to it, someone has it, and it's uh, click here to inquire. So inquire now, and Huberman.com can be yours today. A premier domain name marketplace. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, uh, hang on. I'm uh, submitting inquiry. Yes. We just want to know how much Huberman.com costs. Yeah. All right. We're just window shopping. Just uh, taking a look. All right. But do you have any ideas on uh, what sort of costume uh, or uh, attitude you, you would affect uh, as the Huberman? Hubert, like the winery, and uh, don't they have like a dairy that you can go like see a cow at as well yeah see the famous some, like, cow see the <laughs> yeah the world's most photographed cow because we made this sign saying it um i saw the I, cow i bought the shirt <laughs> it's yeah and that's maybe that's it it's a, a huber man he's uh his suit a, a has minotaur like a, of sorts uh half yeah. man half that cow yeah, half man, half pan, like the god of mm-hmm. wine. He's just, he's got Talking goat legs. Bacchus. He's got, yeah, he's got goat legs, but then he has a cow's udder. Maybe he's got a bell around his neck. The cape is like the black and white, like spotted, mm-hmm. like gateway computer pattern. And uh, he's got a, he's got a, little uh pan flute and a and a pitcher of wine should he have i, I some... think i think i'm gonna make my huber man uh he, he's gonna drink out of one of those uh weird little bags that you wear around your neck and you can squirt it in oh like a wine skin yeah or or a a camelback is it a boda bag is that another name for it the boat, the boda, that's the boda box, right? It's the box wine. But I think the boda box is a play on boda bags. Is it? I think so. Well, this is news to me. 
I'm I'm uncouth. I don't know anything about wine. Back in my day, uh, we drank wine out of uh, our hands. You know, you you cup them up, and mom pours pours some wine in there, and you <laughs> sip it out of there. Just yeah, at the the Willy Wonka winery, just getting oh, it yeah. out of the out of the <laughs> waterfall. Yeah, and that kid died. Uh, moving <laughs> on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's falling into the wine. <laughs> though, though, to be fair, when that pipe uh, shoots him up into the sky, like he's gonna be drunk enough that his body will, you know, probably just ragdoll. It, yeah, like like yeah. how when drunk drivers get in an accident, they always survive, and the other people die. Yeah, when when yeah. a drunk eleven year old gets shot out of a wine pipe, <laughs> he'll be fine. Just shout out the off. wine pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh. All right, so here's here's what we got this week. Hey, guest, digital dumpster divers, the Jack Chick audio tract. Above the octagon. I'm oh, sorry, that one had a longer name. What Above was the, rest the of- octagon, a pacifist's guide to America's favorite blood sport. Okay. A very long title for a podcast that will not be chosen. Don's is a true room. Donut Morbid, the Rising Save USA, Fall Bloodcast, and Huberman.com. Okay, I, I I think we've got several pretty good ones. Uh, I think that digital dumpster divers is probably the easiest one to do. I'm very interested in doing uh, the chick tracks, and also the the fall blood one is. I have no idea what it is, but I love the sound of it. Um, I. I really, I really do like the Jack Chick one. All right, let's do that one then. All right, so I, folks, I think that's the the most new feeling idea for sure. Yeah. Now I'll just just an update on Huberman.com. The seller messaged me and said, "My name is Seller, and I am the owner of Huberman.com." And then it said, "What is your what What is your plan for the website and i said just for fun and then it said make an offer and i said ten dollars and it said your offer is less than two thousand dollars so then i said 99 million dollars <laughs> you're gonna make his little robot eyes bug out of his little robot head so <laughs> i hope seller is all right Folks, but if you want to hear the Jack Chick audio tracked, head over over to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet, or possibly our new hundred million dollar website, Huberman.com. <laughs> and uh, sign up to support the podcast. You'll get uh, access to the vault where we keep all of our failed attempts at a podcast, as well as. Uh, an RSS link in your podcast playing device that uh, will give you the bonus episode every Friday. Also, go uh, write us a review and tell tell your mom about us. Unless you're my brother or sister, then don't tell mom about this podcast, okay? That, that, I'm Nathan P. Woodard. And I'm Andrew James Estes. 
Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.